0: Monday, everybody, and welcome back to the Couchside Judges. I'm Scott Fontana. Follow me on Twitter at Scott underscore Fontana.
1: And I'm Dan Urban. Follow me at the Dan Urban. Follow the podcast at Couchside Judges and subscribe to us wherever you listen.
0: And usually I tell you to give us a five-star review, but how about you subscribe to our YouTube channel?
1: That would be pretty nice. Uh, and as always, we talk Judging MMA. Head on over to... <laughs> it sounds very echoey in here
0: <laughs> it is a little echoey in here we're gonna have a little bit of an echo prone show this time we're trying we were trying something yeah. in a different room today may not work out so well but uh it
1: threw me off that's all right we'll
0: we'll get through it
1: as i was saying make sure you read the criteria because that's what we're going to talk about google it you'll find it <laughs> not that hard
0: you ever use the the google friends out there yeah try the, the google It'll yeah. it'll help you yeah you call it the Google? Do you do you know anyone who calls it the Google actually? I call it the Lugal. No, you don't. The Lugal. It's, it's no Sam uh was Henderson or <laughs> Wait what? Sam Hermanson. <laughs> Sam Hermanson. <sir. laughs> Dad butchered the hell out of one of the Bellator fighters <laughs> who we were watching the fights before. And uh well, I hate to break it to everybody, but there is no Sam uh, Hermanson? Hermanson? Hermanson, yeah. yeah. Not, not that we're aware of, at least not on the boat. I wasn't myself. far off. You were very far off. Okay. It, there were. I- I I'll tell you this. You got the fact that there were letters in the alphabet in the name. I'm very proud of you for that. They rhymed. <laughs> in some ways. It's kind of a slight rhyme. But anyway, no one cares about that. We actually have good amount of stuff to kind of get through. Got two events that we're going over because there was Tour 293 over the weekend. There was PFL number 1 of this year over the weekend we're not getting into all the other stuff we're not getting into fight circus we're not getting into the boxing or the game bread boxing or any of that stuff that's that's somewhere else we're on the judging from Bellator and PFL before we dive into that though we just kind of cover a little bit from each of the uh, of the cards here not a big consequential weekend for either either uh promotion i don't think i mean obviously it was the start of pfl and in theory all these things matter but also you know it's not the playoffs yet not yet but before we do that even before we get to pfl bellator the one thing i really wanted to talk about here is the simple fact of we had a fight in the co-main against liam McCourt, and on paper this looked like a much more interesting fight to make a five round fight if you had to pick one of them to go five rounds then Random heavyweight fight between Bellator heavyweights Marcelo Golm and Daniel James because, frankly, no heavyweight fight really should be five rounds except for like a title fight. Yeah, this was silly. This was a weird one to put in the top, and it played out exactly that way. So we had a—I thought it at least a fun fight between Katzengano and Liam McCord. It was—it was heating up. Yeah, two more rounds would have been great if it—if they if she was allowed to fight for two more rounds, but. And you know, it's easy it's an easy thing to say in hindsight, but like again, on paper, I think we probably could have said, Hey, how about we trade? even before this, right? I think if you if it's like, okay, these are heavyweights, so let's let's
1: expect them to have terrible cardio. Rounds the second half of round two through the end of the fight is gonna be pretty pretty labored. So uh why don't we get uh you know Zingano and McCord, who can probably go five rounds and not gas that hard. So that's where I would make the booking
0: also every make heavyweight it, fight yeah. should be one round as we know that is the right answer i don't care what you think out there dear listener you're wrong if you think anything different than me is there a way to At measure least on this
1: is there a way to measure cardio
0: measure it yeah um no no not that i i mean I don't, i'm sure there's metrics for like lung capacity and that kind of thing but i don't if know they should
1: measure be like all right listen this isn't happening we, we can't have a just a slog
0: main event. I think you can kind of just look at a heavyweight and say, nope, five rounds isn't well, worth it. Sometimes, yeah, but then you look at a guy like Cain Velasquez, it looks pretty soft, and then the guy will run a marathon. Right. But, you know, we've so, got body of work from yeah these other guys saying, maybe five rounds isn't it. <laughs> it's just not right. But, yeah, so. And you had name powers in Gano in, in McCourt there, if you just... Yeah, as your main event, I would think at the very least, Kat Zingano has the most name recognition of anyone on this card. Did so I, that was a little weird to go the route they did there. I I don't I don't really get it. It was a very strange decision by Bellator. This was obviously I don't think it was I don't think Bellator treats any of their cards as throwaways. I think they do care about all of them. But this was a weird card because there really just wasn't a whole lot of sizzle to it. And and again, I think they picked the wrong main event. Very strange. But at least there was a ton of finishes including the weird main event which ended in round three you know about six minutes after it really should have but (laughs) (laughs) we got it anyway i guess right delayed delayed but but we got there does again does not justify it one round heavyweight fights it's the only way this is the way
1: this is the way (laughs)
0: i I agree with scott on this go uh and then over to pfl i don't want to go too deep into the events of it because honestly this was a decision fest too um and by, by the way do you think because i kind of posited this do you think bellator should or top Bellator, pfl do you think pfl should try to go kind of a ufc style route where they have you know bonuses that kind of thing for let's say let's say fighters who get a finish kind of or maybe even thrown into a pool that they can win extra money if they get the finishes to kind of promote the idea yeah, well, of trying to chase something rather than just get those dec- I know why they're doing it. You know, they're trying to save themselves the playoffs, but it, it definitely leads well, to a lot of more boring fights. They do have that bonus for finishes
1: point-wise, but not money-wise. Yeah, the money so, is different. I guess it's showing that extra points isn't the motivating factor. Money probably would be uh, a help. I think
0: so. But so the, and the funny thing is, too, is you know I've talked about this before. If you get a first or even a second round finish, you're almost definitely going to advance into the PFL playoffs. Once you get to six points, like you're in.
1: Yeah, but then they can come back and say, well, you should be chasing those point bonuses because in the playoffs, then you just have to win and the winner gets a million dollars.
0: Yeah, I would think if, if so, anything, the other way, it should be the other way around. You should be trying to get the finishes in the first few events. And then once you get to the playoffs, it's like, okay, I kind of understand. It's about win by any means necessary, yeah. right? And stay healthy, injury free. Mm-hmm. That's true. Just make it to the final. But yeah, I mean, I think if you added some sort of monetary thing, and I, and I think P- UFC should actually do this too, I think. There should be some sort of award for fight of the year, submission of the year. Knockout or performance of the year, whatever you want to call it. There should be a monetary award for that as well. You know, I know. Maybe, maybe it's like even the UFC could afford to do this. Imagine they did. Well, they used to do it on tough. The finish of the season, we get extra money. Nah, so. nah, forget that. I'm talking about when, when we're giving out year end awards and that kind of thing. If we've got perf- like KO of the year, submission of the year, fight of the year, UFC can afford to give out half a million dollars to each of them. Yeah. Half a million. 10 times the normal fight night bonus. That would be something. But PFL should yeah, be able to be. do something, too. I mean, even if they gave 100 grand to some, for something like that, at least you've got the idea that, hey, maybe there's a reason you can fight towards something, even when you're kind of out of the playoff picture. I would like to see that. You yeah. want to limit it to the people who are only in the regular season? Fine. I'm, I'm good with that, too. Whatever. You know, but I'll, I think that would be neat. Allow elbows. <laughs> I mean, definitely in the playoffs or at least in the final. Finals should all everything should go in the final. It should be real MMA then. This is not true MMA. It is, but it's not. Exhibition bouts. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I could go on and on about that. Imagine part, Jim but...
1: Miller. Jim Miller would get fined and in, in suspended. Points taken left and right if he fought
0: in PFL. I feel like he probably would just follow the rule.
1: You don't know. You flip a switch, can you just see red? I don't know. He man. knows one speed and that's just
0: just blast elbows. He's a he's a man with a with a brain. He knows in- how to use yeah, but it. it's instinct. Man. Instinct. -mm. Just takes over. No, no, he can do it. But what I wanted to ask you about, though, because we watched some of the PFL together. I know you missed a lot of it. I, I had it on. I watched everything. You kind, you and I just kind of watched most of the rounds we needed to watch. But for PFL, there were some tweaks to the presentation. You know, there's a less busy, you know, graphic overlay. Definitely didn't have like a billion things all over the place before and bells and whistles and all that crap that nobody really seemed to want except for these quote unquote younger generation people that PFL believed they were recording. that is now much more minimized. And now, FPR is finally gone, sir. But it remains in the form of computerized scoring. Or in other words, just stats. <laughs> it's just a bunch of numbers. I think they called it the algorithm at some point. Frank. Yeah. Like, at least, at least we don't hear FPR every few seconds, but because it's that's a, such a stupid yeah. thing.
1: But hopefully, also Sean O'Connell remains
0: seated for the entire fight card. <laughs> yes, you do have a lot of beef with Sean O'Connell's uh, his propensity to stand up while he's calling the fights. It's annoying. You should fight him for it. I, you know what, Challenge I would him for that. I Plus actually the, he's got to put would. the million dollars that he won on the line too.
1: I would fight him over this. Yeah, I wouldn't win. No, you wouldn't. But I would, I would. I'm standing you would up at least for
0: what you would stand up for what's right. For what's right, mm-hmm. sure. Now I think we can all respect that. Yeah, yeah. You are a man of principle. We've all known that.
1: Just because you didn't have to pay for your seat, Sean, doesn't mean the people behind <laughs> you that did pay for it don't deserve to watch. It. Like, yeah, he like, gets paid for it, and he gets paid for it. Just sit down. He gets paid your cage the, side. He gets you don't need to the stand. seat.
0: He gets paid for the seat, and he doesn't even use it.
1: At, at, you know what? Someone should pull it out from when he goes and sit down next time, and well, he falls.
0: Maybe they could sell that seat to somebody else. That would be fun. <laughs> Um what did you think though of the of the different presentation especially the the, it wasn't, the way it looked on screen It wasn't
1: as distracting
0: I thought it was much so. less distracting I thought it looked a lot cleaner You you remarked that you didn't love the clock though I
1: no 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 I didn't mind the clock I hated the the clock in between rounds that like oh they got 1 minute and we oh, know oh, they don't oh, actually have 1 minute it might be
0: longer than a minute It is less yeah So but, well it's less but it also goes longer Yeah yeah it's weird MMA is a little strange with that. Boxing's a little more rigid with like that, but minute between rounds. MMA is mm-hmm. kind of like mm, a minute-ish. Yeah. But if you spill some water on the ground, you know, you maybe can delay it a little longer. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, sorry. We can't get the stool out in time. <laughs> well, you were you're sitting on it. No, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go
1: back and get it. <laughs> or you spill some ice. So oh, uh, there you go. All over the place. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Oh, you well. <laughs> he'll be back in action soon for bellator actually but but speaking of bellator uh to go over the the judging from the weekend the two cards that we're gonna be talking about bellator 293 a lot of finishes 11 finishes i believe i said uh 19 rounds were scored so you know a lower percentage considering the fact there was tons of fights i think it was like 15 fights 16 fights Mm -hmm. um 19 rounds scored Thirteen of them were unanimous, and none of them were an eight-nine split. But the uh, the unanimous percentage was actually sixty-eight point four, just a just a little under that kind of typical mm-hmm. average. So it's it's much closer to what I think would be the ideal from what we'd seen in recent weeks. Of course, it was in more in the fifties lately. Like we said, these things tend to balance out. PFL brought it up way more because Bellator was in California. I should mention mm-hmm. PFL was in Nevada, and this had twenty-two. Out of twenty six scores, unanimous. It was just decisions left and right at PFL, but those Nevada judges, they were on point. Only one of these was a uh, an eight nine split. So
1: yeah, and like you said, brings the average up
0: thirty five or forty five for the weekend. Yeah, yeah, seventy seven point seven, and the PFL one itself was eighty four point six. So mm-hmm. really, really good. Yeah, it was good judging on the whole. You know what the key link between the two of them was? Mike Bell. Mike Bell judging both getting it done can't stop won't stop <laughs> uh we will hear mike's bell's name a few times actually on a few of these rounds because eh, like i said volume mm-hmm. you know um we should start with bellator first though i think um they had they had i think at least the most interesting fight to talk about too which we already mentioned uh for two contested rounds Katsangano. Got the win over Leah McCourt. Unanimous decision, a 29-28, and a 30-27. Let's talk about that. Yeah,
1: I, round one, uh, she was landing good on the feet. Uh, Zingano is leg kicks I thought were pretty solid. Good knees in the clinch. I thought McCourt is uh, clinching against the cage and landing some decent knees of herself. Uh, Doesn't sound like that came out right. <laughs> Might have. It's late. Uh, McCourt.
0: There's also an echo. Did, McCourt did well
1: landing... Uh, her good knees of her own, I should say, not of herself.
0: There you go. Uh,
1: Zingano lands a nice back elbow that swells up the eye of McCourt. Um McCourt drags it down to the ground, but you know, Zangano sneaks around, takes the back. I think Zangano gets this round.
0: I also think so. I think it's uh, a. <laughs> there's a lot of missed opportunities in this fight, I think, for mm. uh for Leah McCourt. This is the type of fight that realistically you could see pathways that it just a little difference here and there. And McCourt might win a unanimous decision even all three rounds. But it just it did not go that way. Um, and, yeah, so I, I ended up going Zingano, too. I can get where you would get to Liam McCourt here mm-hmm. from Mike Bell. He He's the one who actually gave this round to McCourt. You and I saw it the same way, again, for Zingano, as Chris Crail and Felicia O. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, close round. I think it actually gets more fun, the fight. As it goes on from here, I yeah. think rounds two and three are more interesting. Round two ended up being a unanimous Zingano round, even though that started out looking like a Liam McCourt round. Um, did not stay that way. Round three, though, were split again. So what's going on here?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's all McCourt early. She gets a takedown. You know, she's moving to the back, moving to, to Mount, landing punches. She's in that little, you know, kind of almost around the back where Zingano's hiding her head and she's landing these elbows and they're pretty good elbows and then decides, you know, I'm just going to punch the back of your head. Frank Trid says, that's, hey. Yeah, that's against the rules. He says, hey, knock it off. Mm-hmm. That's your last warning. We're going to start on the feet. Court says, I'm sorry. And then throws Zingano back on the mat. Uh, Gets mount, Lands some punches. And then Zingano reverses. Gets on top. And she has a lot of ground to make up here. Uh, she's landed some punches from inside the guard of McCourt. Uh, McCourt's scrambling to get back to her feet. And it, during the scramble, she eats a knee straight to the face busts her wide open right like in the forehead kind of yeah, area, yeah. It, the thing is it doesn't stop her from throwing zangano back on the ground and taking her back the cut is huge makes up a ton of that ground that zangano had to make up good damage i still think mccord ends up in the better spot here wins the round it's tough to score i res- close
0: i respect that um i can totally respect how you'd still give this to mccord just bite the knee i i ended up going all the way over to zingano here for the knee mostly i think it made up a lot of that ground because i don't know how significantly mccourt's offense was compared to again the, the size of that knee you know mm. it's, it's it's sizable but it's it doesn't really i don't think it rose to the point where it's like well this is gonna be hard to overcome kind of deal like sometimes a strike can't win it you know even a real, even the best strike of the round i did end up going there I think Zangano has at least a little bit of offense in the, you know, here and there in this round, very rarely. But I think it, that knee really did do it for me. So I I, mm. I sided with Singano here. Um, same as uh, judges Bell and O. You sided with Chris Crail. Mm-hmm. Close fight, fun fight. Would have been great to get two more rounds.
1: Well, who knows if it would, like I said earlier, who knows if they would have been able to go to the fourth
0: round? That's, yeah, that's so, a good question. With that cut. Mm hmm. I think it probably she'd probably be able to trot out i would probably yeah. be able to close it up it, it's, it was not, on the forehead right it was not, it wasn't not quite, not... quite like it yeah. <laughs> I think they've, they've got...
1: <laughs> what do you mean by that <laughs> well, i mean RoboCop. oh no they stopped the Robocop fight uh yeah the uh song you dong fight
0: mm that's you know, that right yeah, that that one went yeah. a long time yeah. did not like that one but unfortunately we uh we didn't get two more rounds of that because of uh i guess a, a you know poor planning i would say yeah that's on bellator it is it is but again i think they put together actually an entertaining show on the whole we will however move on to our next fight of the night which was on the prelims uh jeff creighton getting an upset win over joey davis who was like a massive favorite he was like somewhere in like the minus 1800 range i think yeah yeah it was it was a huge thing i forget but it was a large 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 favorite here for joey davis um former standout college wrestler i think that plays out when we see the fight right uh but yeah creighton wins the split decision 29 28 all around round Round two is where we are split so what's happening around yeah
1: on the feet it seems like creighton is landing better punches and kicks to the body uh davis does get a takedown uh and holds on i think he lands a punch uh before getting stood up they're on the ground for a while not doing much at all uh you know, then once they're stood up, they hang out against the fence a bit. You know, no one's really landing anything. Davis drags Creighton down. Creighton scrambles to land some elbows to the body in this scramble. Pretty low output round, grappling with no offense that contributes
0: towards ending a fight. 10-9 Creighton. Yeah, I have 10-9 Creighton here as well. Um, Not just, I mean, there's just not a whole lot of urgency on Davis' part in this round. Mm. I have trouble seeing what effect he put upon Creighton here you know how effective was his offense yeah I don't think it was very effective at all I I agree (laughs) not in love with the score I do think rightfully we do have the right winner here in Jeff Creighton Sean uh Sean Dallas Hall and Mike Bell were on the same side as you and me it was Chris Crail who was in the uh minority here seeing it for Davis yeah I disagree me too don't love it but uh I don't know maybe things look a little different from there I will say it's not like it was a massive amount of offense going on in the round and There wasn't much going on. You know? It's a low-output so round. A, it's a low-output round. These are the type of things that it's much easier to get past, right? Yeah, I'm not. Whatever. It's a, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm just more mad that this round happened that way. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm the sorry. Score, no, the score's like, okay. It's just, uh, ah, yeah,
1: whatever. I wanna, no, we weren't in Nevada, right? We were in California. This was California, yeah, correct? Yeah. I'm, so when I was talking about Nevada the last Oh, that's yeah, right, yeah. I messed that up. You did.
0: It's late, like you mentioned. We're, yeah. do- we're doing this very late. Whatever. Usually, I'm the one who's tired and kind of, you got you to gotta drag me over the finish line. But this time, I'm taking you with
1: WrestleMania them. is wearing me out. Well, it's
0: two days. Isn't next year yeah. going to be three days? Or, or next year, the way after will be a week? No,
1: they just found out they can sell out a stadium back-to-back nights. And they're like, we're going to do that. Double our gate, basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I get it. I get it. Money has to be made. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's not the worst score. I again, I think I'm more just mad that the round went this way and that uh, I I don't love Davis basically just not fighting. Like he was really just wrestling.
1: Yeah. But
0: but yeah, it well, low out it, a low up output round like this, it's hard to get. It
1: kind of it kind of felt like his goal was to get the takedown, and once he got it there, okay, I'm just
0: gonna stay here. What I I already got my goal. Yeah. There's nothing more to do. It's kind of what it felt like. That's not typically what'll run around. But again, if if there's not a whole lot happening each way, yeah, I mm. get it for sure. <sighs> Begrudgingly accept it and we'll move on. Uh, but the next fight we have is Randy Field, who got the win over Ashley Cummins. Unanimous decision 29 28 twice and a 30 27. Round one is where we're split. What's going down? Yeah, I thought it was pretty even on the feet. The
1: camera angle is awful. That's <laughs> uh, kind of shaky. Uh, it doesn't really look like either a landing. Great. I think Cummins uh, gets a takedown. Fields lands some shots from the bottom. I don't think they're all that strong or effective. Uh, She does attack the Alma Plata, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, Unfortunately uh, for her, Cummins defended well, stepped over, and I thought she landed some good shots to the body here. Uh, I don't think either fighter really stood out or put a stamp on the round one way or the other. I see a case both ways, but I'm on Cummins 10 9.
0: Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. It's not. It's not a round where either one did something where you're like, hey, look at that. At least they kind of started to separate themselves a little bit. It was Mm -hmm. like kind of even-ish in both facets. It was like you said, even on the feet. And then it was sort of even once it got to the ground. I think less because of the the strikes that Field's trying to get from the bottom because those don't really do a whole lot typically. Sometimes they do, but here not really. But I thought at least her trying to go for those submissions was a little bit... Then you got Cummins landing the elbows. I get it. it. It's arguments either way I did side with field here though uh so I saw it the same way as Salim Hanif you saw it the same way as uh chris leban leban is it leban <laughs> Le- Lebane. <laughs> chris Lieben and mark davidson <laughs>
1: they they honestly when they say judge Lieben, they should say judge crippler <laughs> that's, <laughs> that what s- that's what they have to that's <laughs> what they have to
0: that would be great that would be great by the way you do you know that uh chris Lieben was a part of the first five-round non-title main event in UFC history who who you fighting at? do you fight in that do you I'll give you one guess give it a try
1: tell me this give me one more hint is All it right. is it he he gets two wins in 14 days Chris Is Leibin it one of those did. fights yeah no it's not one of those. Okay, No, it's not one of those then I have no clue okay
0: Mark Chris Lytle. No, no it's Mark Munoz okay <laughs> <laughs> I like how you got it in there <laughs> It was wrong, but you tried. Yeah. That was really good. I was in Vegas for that one, actually. Okay. So I I remember. I think I bet that fight.
1: If you're in Vegas, why wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I bet so. that, and I think I. No, I didn't bet that fight. You know what? I bet it was the it was the co-main of that event, and it was I want to say Brad Pickett against Henan Barrau I did not bet and oh. so I did not win. <laughs> I yeah. I was like, because this was. You got to remember, this was pre borough winning the belt he hadn't quite yeah. gotten to that point he still had this, making like, weight he had this big puffy record it was like well who did he beat for it you know it was a lot mm. of it was on you know i would say <laughs> his record was more impressive than the opponents of quality and i i had thought pickett could probably get the job done i was wrong all right no moral story is i was wrong and, and yeah. you know borough had to pretty solid career before completely tailed off and oh, yeah. it well, just so well, happened well. that it was around the same time as Usada came into the mix i don't know why that would have happened but tj dillashaw showed up well tj dillashaw showed up and well <laughs> he he also knows some things about usada doesn't he um <laughs> uh, if you knew better it wouldn't have happened anyway uh <laughs> let's move on to the next fight here only two more to go on bellator and this one's adam Piccolotti getting the win over mandel nallo via third round rear naked choke submission this is a comeback as well because he was going to lose on the cards if he hadn't gotten that submission maybe it's a draw maybe he had a big round in the third round i didn't really score the third round so i'm not i don't want to say definitively but round one is actually where we are split here so let's let's dig into this one
1: yeah on the feet is landing cleaner more effective shots Nilo is landing head kicks that are mostly blocked and not really showing that much effect. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't matter that it's blocked. You can still see see clear effect from it. Uh we've seen guys get rocked when they, you know, eat mostly glow. It can happen, sure. So uh I think the kicks to the body from Nalo are, are what are actually pretty decent. The straight, you know, teep kicks. Does have a couple decent counters, but once Piccolati gets it on the ground, he's on the back in the body triangle landing, good punches. Winning every transition, keeping Nalo completely defensive.
0: I struggle to see a score
1: for Nalo. So I'm 10-9 Piccolotti.
0: Yeah, I have a hard time with this one too, man. Um, I think Piccolotti... I would say it's closer on the feet than you had described, at least in my opinion. I thought it was a little bit more competitive there. Probably edged it to Piccolotti. Okay. But yeah, once it gets down, I mean, man, Piccolotti's doing some good work down there. He did real good work. I
1: there's one time he's just he's just teeing
0: off for a minute not a minute but like i think a whole spurt i think it's to the point the the groundwork especially that nala would have had to do some pretty decent work standing to even make it close yeah it's it's not
1: like it's not like okay in the first two and a half minutes nalo is outclassing him on the feet gets taken down gets his back taken, body triangle eating punches defending chokes and now it's like okay which is better the stand-up or the ground portion of the round and you try to weigh it that way. This is this was like you said Which is not
0: really the way, but
1: pretty competitive competitive on the feet. I'll concede there a little bit. But on the ground, I mean this is the best offense of the fight. I think and so. And it's it's
0: not just one Well, of the round anyway. Obviously it gets even more uh lopsided on the ground for Piccolotti later on, but
1: Yeah, but I'm saying it's it's not even it's not like this was a small portion
0: of the round. This is a decent chunk of the round. Sure, absolutely. So, and, and it's really good offense. It's really effective grappling down there. I, I think you have to reward that. So I feel really good about this being a Piccolati mm-hmm. round. I don't really love, um, especially that two judges and, and, and two reasonably experienced California judges uh, in Elliott Kelly and Chris Crail saw it for Nalo. I, I don't see it. I don't see it like that. Um, I think Mike Bell nailed it, getting this one to piccolotti 10-9. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if Mike Bell was the only one who saw it that way. What does that mean for him?
1: Catch that over <laughs>
0: Now do we send this to California or Nevada? Because he's on the move. I can't can't pin him down. He's just he's always moving around. He's in Toro you know, he's at PFL. He'll be in Jersey in a couple of weeks. He can just pick it up. He might be. Yeah. I so don't know who's coming. Could, he probably is. He could be. I don't know. I, I don't know who's actually licensed in Jersey. It's been a while since uh since Jersey has had a, yeah, a UFC really. event.
1: You would think probably the PFL guys. Whoever did PFL in Jersey would probably be similar.
0: Well, that's that was just local. Oh really? Judges. Yeah, well, no, yeah, Dave Torelli.
1: Eric Cologne. Where are PFL. they from? Oh, they're from New Jersey, I guess. Yeah. Okay, fine. They're, still... they're
0: travelers. <laughs> they're travelers. Come on. They're traveling judges working in their own state. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, that that was it for that fight. Um, yeah, I think that that might be a round we'll have to revisit later on in the year potentially. So
1: Yeah, add it to the list. Add it to the
0: list. That's your job. Oh yeah. <laughs> last fight uh, we last round we have to talk about from bellator was ah, that regrettable main event and that round one that well it did happen we can confirm that five minutes of daniel james and Marcelo Gomes happened in the first round at least it did end in the third round with the knockout nice uppercut to end it but round one had a little less of that what what actually happened in round one yeah golem comes out he lands a couple good leg kicks
1: and uh, then they hug each other for the rest of the round Exchanging. I thought it was really
0: sweet. <laughs> they were, they were like they they hadn't seen each other and and a weird thing a to do time. for Golm Golem was right in front of his wife. You could see his wife in the background too. She had the, the Brazilian flag around her, and all of a sudden she's just watching her husband hug this other dude. It was yeah. I, I mean, look, there's all different types of marriages, right?
1: They threw some knees in there to simulate fighting, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they were just hugging each other. Um, I thought Golm mixed in some body punches along. With his uh, knees, I thought James landed a nice shot to the head at the 10-second mark. That was a decent one. Uh, I I like Gallman around that I despise. 10-9. I
0: liked James in a round that I despise. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you basically you rewarded what happened early, and I rewarded what happened very late. Yeah. And I didn't think much happened either way. So you know, let's fight over this. Okay. And by fight, I mean <laughs> hug for four minutes. Okay yeah <laughs> so i I was at least in the majority for whatever that's worth. I saw it the same as uh Elliot Kelly and Chris Levin. Judge Crippler. Judge Crippler, excuse me yeah um, my mistake and uh and you saw it the same way as Mike Bell. so not right, and that's it for Bellator, but again we we may be hearing from judge uh judge again. are we actually yeah we we are we he's on one of these anyway, but or a couple of these. that was it for Bellator. Let's move on to p f l. We have we will circle back actually to Bellator in just a little bit, but for now PFL had four rounds to discuss again decision fest but really good Nevada judging to I I was thinking about this too because I was I wasn't really watching to score all the fight all the rounds here but a lot of them were close enough that I could see if PFL happened to be in I don't know Georgia or maybe even Florida that we're seeing a few more of these as splits. And it doesn't mean Mm. they'd be wrong, but I think the fact that the Nevada judges got on the same page so many times in this fight night was, it speaks volumes to the level of judging that we see when we go to Nevada. It just, it it is different. Mm -hmm. People can complain all they want about Sal or Chris Lee or any judge that they just happen to hear the name of more often than other judges, but they get it right a whole lot more too. I'm very happy that they go to Nevada. (laughs) thank god yeah I, and, and pfl will be there for the remainder of this leg of their season too so the next couple of weeks when we talk about pfl same deal did you know for one of the fertitas was on the
1: nevada athletic commission
0: when now years ago oh i think i did know that. i one. didn't know that no i was pretty sure i knew that i didn't know a clue. doesn't sound weird at all right
1: i never had a
0: clue not a conflict of interest i don't see one anyway <laughs> pfl won Let's start with the only fight on the main card that actually had a split round, a contested round, if you will. Will Fleury, who got the win over Christoph Jocko, a split decision, 29-28s all around. It came down to who won the first. So who, who won the first? Talk, yeah, about, talk about
1: what happened. Jocko lands two nice light kicks right out the gate. Mm-hmm. I thought they had good effect. They were nice. Um, And I thought he did decently well when they break from the clinch. He would land some good shots there uh i do think this is a close round i think flurry did good work in the clinch against the cage kind of lower output round uh not all that much to score but i thought what flurry did in the clinch was enough to win themselves the round 10-9 flurry i think it
0: was the most low output round wasn't a good output round that wasn't a high output i mean we've seen low output I I, i wouldn't i wouldn't put this in the low to mid output round Fair enough. Yeah, I, I actually felt okay giving this one to um to Flurry here. I think that yeah, you're talking about some really good leg kicks from Jocko, and I think that can make it competitive enough because you know does Flurry land any strikes in this round that are like oh that's a difference maker? You know, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's kind of what you're is that what you're kind of playing at here? That well, they, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying
1: Jocko, Jocko's offense comes when they break from the clinch, mm-hmm. really, and then well, Flurry's doing all the work in the clinch, it seems
0: sure. I i i gave it to flurry it's not the worst to go the other way for sure but but i feel okay with the with the flurry score here same as judges mike bell and adelaide bird and you of course it was sal damato who saw this one for jaco okay fine with that yeah it's all right i think the right fighter won round not round well it'll be a round, but it's from a different fight Gabriel braga who was a, he stepped in by the way on a day's notice, Dan? I don't know if you realize. I that. did not know that. He stepped in on a day's notice. Uh, he was like the backup, right?
1: Still had a better gas tank than that heavily fleet.
0: Well, I mean, I probably do. <laughs> That's not saying much. Uh, uh he, but anyway, Gabriel Braga got the win over uh Jesus Pinedo. This is another split decision, and again, 29 eighths each way, two for Braga, one for Pinedo. Round three is our decider. Always nice when you go into the third round and there's a little more drama there. Mm-hmm. Not that anybody knows it because we don't have open scoring, but I digress. What happened in round
1: three? Very competitive round. I thought Pineda was landing in straight punches. I just didn't think they had that much steam on them. I thought Braga was landing heavier, more immediately impactful. Braga was able to block a lot of these punches, I thought. Uh, they both went good to the body, though. Uh, I think it's very close. I like it for Braga. Uh, that takedown that Kenny Florian says weighs heavy uh, did not weigh heavy for me. That Pinedo scored because I scored
0: it 10-9 for Braga. I also scored it for Braga. I, I do think there was at least a little bit of impact to the takedown because it kind of, you know, it was, it was a good trip, right? It I was thought a trip. it just fell. I thought it was a little more, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's more about the effect from the takedown, right? Yeah. right? That nothing happened. It was 10 seconds after the fight. You didn't do anything. Well, I'm not saying I flipped the round. Yeah. I don't think it weighed super heavy, but I think there is at least something to score there. And not every takedown actually has in and of itself something to score well said, uh, but yeah, so I had it for Braga. I think it's I think it's pretty competitive on the feet, it is, I think it's you're uh, you're getting I think a little bit more straight into the point shots for Braga. I think that's kind of where the cleaner shots are actually having more effect as a result And heavier yeah.
1: more immediately impactful there
0: you go there you go, leaning on the words in the criteria, so yeah, we had it the same way, same as Saldomto, same as Brian minor. It was uh, Adelaide Bird who had this one for Pineda. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Makes a lot of sense. Really could have gone to either uh, either man. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Stinks, though, because obviously you, you've you got a situation where it's a super, super close fight, and one of these people gets three points in the uh, PFL stand.
1: That's why I said, I, may, I if you go to this decision, you auto get a point. Like hockey, when you get a tie, you auto get a point. Yeah, but then they go on and play in overtime. Yeah, for two points. So the winner would get three. But the loser also gets one.
0: Mm-hmm. How would a shootout work in MMA? It's, is it become a slap fight? Slap fight. Oh, That's it. I can't believe I even said it. <laughs> I knew what I was doing, and I, I shouldn't have done it. I regretted it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, two more rounds, sir. We're almost out of the out of, out of the uh, out of the contested rounds for this week. Ty Flores got the win over Delamonte. Monte. This was a unanimous decision, a 29-28 twice and a 29-27. Let's talk about round two. Is this, why is this maybe a 10-8?
1: Well, pretty good exchanges on the feet. I thought Flores was a slight slight edge ahead. They're not up
0: there very long.
1: Monty, They're not. No, Monty initiates a takedown. Uh, They end up in a scramble. He ends up on his back and ends up locking in what I think looks like a pretty good armbar. But again, the camera work is just awful, showing us the back of it. Can't see how, how deep it is, really.
0: It was pretty brief, too. It um, didn't last.
1: Flores gets out right away. Eats some punches. Oh, he gets... I'm sorry. Flores gets on top, and Monty eats some punches, and a couple double axe handle smashes. From guard. From inside the guard. Decent shots. Not great damage. Definitely no dominance here. Not much duration. Don't see an 8. I think it's just a crystal clear 10-9.
0: It felt like a straight-up 9. So... It was a little weird... To get an eight out of this one. Um, Tony Weeks was the one who gave the eight here. Tony Weeks is is interesting when you look at his data. That obviously, you know, we, we track the data. And the data doesn't tell all, of course. But Tony Weeks has one of the highest percentages of uh, being in the majority. He has a, you know, a very good descent percentage, like really high. I, I think he's somewhere in the, the five range or something like that, which is really good. He's in good company. Somewhere in, I think, the top ten. But for whatever reason, he seems to be completely all over the map when it comes to ten eights. <laughs> for a while, he was like only giving out the nines. And it was like, yeah, you know, we, we would see like Mike Bell would give an eight. We'd see Sal D'Amato would give an eight. We'd see Tony Weeks would give a nine. And we're like, what are you looking for, Tony? And now it's like the other way around. <laughs> for whatever reason you just can't seem to get on the same page uh, about the eights it's the weird thing that I've noticed about him but I mean it's not like he's a bad judge it just seems like Mm -mm. he is miscalibrated with these eights and nines and he did a great job in that
1: Creed 3 main event terrific terrific referee yeah but I
0: think we're gonna add this one to the list it's definitely it's definitely one we'll have to revisit a little later yeah Yeah, I think so it's a a very strange one Um, straight up nine Mike Bell and Junitro Rokamijo. they had the nine like we did I think I think that's the right score. I feel good about
1: that one. Yeah, probably like a nine. I think, it'd be hard, I think it'd be hard to find
0: someone else giving it an eight here, to be honest. But, uh, I mean, let's face it. it's It doesn't make a large difference in the grand. Not really, no. One more, sir. Impa Kasanganai got the win over Corey Hendricks. Unanimous decision, 29-28, two times, and a 30-27, which means someone thought he got the third round as well. What happened in the third round?
1: Well, it's a sloppy round for sure. A uh, whole bunch of hugging and i uh, i think and I probably landed the heavier strikes when they were separated. Hendricks landed some as well, good body kick and an uppercut. I think Hendricks could have taken it. All he had to do was land some ground and pound when he got that top turtle position and not lose the position because i mean up to that point it was close. I mean he he could have put a stamp on the round but you know he couldn't keep the position. He got reversed and i thought and I landed a little bit there. So i'm 10-9 and I.
0: No, I went the other way. I went for Hendrix, but I don't think there's a crazy amount in this round that's worth scoring anyway. So I don't feel passionately about it in okay. any way. Not at all. Uh, and I'm more passionate about the last round being a nine. This this one, it's it's whatever. <laughs> uh, but I saw it the same way in the majority uh, as Janitro Camillo and Tony Weeks. See, See I'm with Tony now. I think I think he's got it. Um, and then you had it the same way as Sal Damata, who uh, as as everybody knows, he should be fired. He's the worst judge ever, right? <laughs> april fools
1: oh that's the worst holiday of all time
0: <laughs> is april fools so this morning because we're recording this well it's really sunday at this point but we're recording this on ostensibly saturday uh and my kids getting them getting them ready for the day they wake up way too early i don't know why they do this but um getting them ready for the day and my oldest is like it's it's some other day today too he was like trying to hint at me and i was like oh no that they canceled that holiday." <laughs> It's he's good like, parenting. It's like, really? like, And I go,
1: April Fools. And he liked it. Okay. Because,
0: you know. I did not like it. You didn't but like that? I'm them. glad he liked it. But but you get it, right? It was a joke. I ha, get it. Ha ha, ha. ha ha. He's like, can they really cancel it? I'm like, I mean, anyone can cancel anything, I guess. But, you know.
1: I canceled April Fools. You did? Yeah. Okay. Go on Twitter. It's nothing but April Fools jokes. <laughs> this is true. This guy broke their leg out of the fight. Yeah. Okay, great. Ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. And then you come across the real story, like the one that's like, no, this guy really did break his leg, and he's out. Then mm-hmm. you're like, I still don't believe
0: you. Maybe the PFL fights were all a joke. Maybe they didn't actually happen. They it. might
1: not have. It's
0: <laughs> a well-choreographed joke. By the way, we were, so we were told.
1: Maybe Tony Weeks was like 10 April Fools. <laughs> I
0: Maybe mean, that was what it was. <laughs> you know they were t- all the talk about so- on social media for the last few weeks is like oh yeah all the blue checks are gonna lose their their blue checks unless they give
1: i thought it's april 15th was is it when april- they lose
0: it. i thought it was april 1st no i thought it was the 15th is what, what uh, elon's was tweet was oh i thought it was the first that's why i was like looking today and i'm like i still have a check i'm not giving the money though how do i still have this
1: yeah i think it's the 15th uh, okay first
0: of all i don't care one way or the other if i lose the check or not i think it'd be annoying if Maybe some news breakers, like big news breakers, don't get the checks, and then we start having people like wonder who the real person is again. Like, damn it, that's how oh, fake yeah. news spreads. Yeah, whatever. Well, I, no, I, I but, c- but I could take it a but little. But
1: you're bit. not gonna get the p- you. Apparently, if you don't have a check, the for you page is useless. Right, you can't be discovered.
0: Yeah, basically. But that's okay because I don't want to use the for you. At least for me. I never use the for I just use follow you. I accidentally end up in the for you page a lot. I feel like they do that on purpose and it bothers me because I'll be looking through and I'm like, I don't follow this person, mm. but this is, this is interesting. And then I'll look at it and be like, oh, it's for you. I don't want to follow. So I'm going to move on. Like I would, I was interested in what they had to say, but I'm like, no, I was made to see you. <laughs> I say no. Um, but anyway, that is it for, we're, we're kind of off topic. That is it for contested rounds. We do have one more round to discuss though. Because the 10-7 watch is back. Yeah. Let's head on back to Bellator. On the prelims, Bryce Meredith got a second round rear naked choke submission of Brandon Carrillo. But round one was a big round for him in which he got unanimous 10-8s. So the question we have is should judges Salim Hanif, Chris Lieben, and Mike Bell considered a 10-7 why don't, why don't we talk just a little bit what happened here like you know what or maybe why or why not like, what do you want to say well I, he's got all three d's easy mm-hmm.
1: uh he's on the back basically the entire round uh, i just don't see an overwhelming damage there I, I there's good damage it's just not 10-7 level
0: but you think we have so, the overwhelming dominance I don't, and duration i don't
1: think we have overwhelming anything
0: you don't think so maybe overwhelming duration i think we have Possibly. the two d's of overwhelming but we are lacking the the damage one i think there's good damage i think there's 10 8 level damage but it it does not get to the point where it's like uncomfortable almost you are yeah. kind of like man how's this guy surviving we're not here it's just no. it's just good offense real good solid offense not answered in any way felt like the the right thing here was a really strong 10 8 and i think that's what mm. we got from from these three judges so salim crippler and like yes judge crippler my mistake um that's gonna take a while for me to get used to you Mm -hmm. keep me honest i will thank you thank you um but yeah so is this a 10-7 no no i agree and that was it we have of course finishes a lot from bellator a few from pfl 11 again from bellator it was four by ko or tko seven submissions and seven of these ended in the first round pfl only three finishes one of them was uh, a tko Two by submission, two of the fights ended in round one. And by the way, this continues that trend that we've seen of more submissions than strike-based finishes at both of these events, especially at the Bellator, because it's seven subs. This is wild. It's amazing. I can't believe it's it's happening. Like, it, it is awesome. I thank still, God they actually finished the fight. I still have no belief that this is going to keep up. And I feel like at some point, we're just going to get... It's going to be knockout, 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 knockout. And it'll completely surpass it. But man, maybe... Quarter of the way through. At some point, I'm going to have to start taking seriously that maybe there's actual change. I know. there
1: There is. People are subbing people. That's why people want to get rid of the grappling portion of MMA and just go to kickboxing. No. Because you you know if you get a quick sub, that wasn't by skill.
0: It just happened to be by luck. And the fight should be over.
1: Or shouldn't be over. You no, just get no, a point. That's right. Should... You just get a point.
0: You get a point. The yeah. fight continues. And maybe maybe in the later stages it can end a fight, right? Is yeah. That what, is that what that I, crazy I, I, person I, 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 was the saying? The dumbest thing. Did Did we ever fully discuss that? We did. But it, it just did. angers okay. me more. It's just so
1: stupid. <laughs> what a stupid suggestion. That should never be tabled. We should never have this discussion. I should not be talking about this right now. It's 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's 4.01. Yeah anyway <laughs> my favorite yeah what was your
0: favorite we had 14 finishes Wh- which one was your favorite
1: sarah collins key locking pam Sorensen. yes not sam hermanson <laughs> <laughs> key locking her with her legs from the scarf hold position nasty yeah, it was.
0: And you took you took uh with the, the designation didn't, I, that I saw. I don't
1: want to see it called the Scarfold Arm Lock. That's
0: just stupid.
1: <laughs> like I, I agree to compromise. We'll call it a key lock.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. But your favorite. My favorite uh actually was a knockout. Um as I tend to do. I usually pick a mm-hmm. sub and I'll just pick a knockout and kinda of just balance it out, I guess. But we didn't have too any of those, so um clean, big knockout from Vladimir Tokov of Lance Gibson Jr. Only took sixty-two seconds, but Tokov come in. He knocks him down real good to start with a jab. With a jab, and Gibson's—you know—he's definitely in in trouble, right? He's—he's he's rocked. He's—he's <laughs> mm-hmm. he's on the ground. He's not doing well. Tokov very quickly pounces on him, and it's the follow-up shots that mm-hmm. just put Gibson down. I mean, it was harsh. It yeah, that the the right
1: hand right after he hits the deck. It's like okay. That was big.
0: And all this happens in the space of like a second and a half or mm-hmm. two seconds. It's, it's The referee, I think, I forget who the ref was in this particular instance, but the referee reacts about as fast as you kind of could. Mm-hmm. This is not a case where I'm saying, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. it should have been waved off. It's just like, damn, that happened quick and hard and harsh. And it was over. Um, really good knockout by Tokov. Really impressive win. So, yeah, I, I like that one. But, uh, I mean, again, we could, we could talk. There were so many, so many finishes, but we... Uh think we got to move on to this coming weekend which is it's another busy weekend man i don't know how yeah, much time we'll events. have to go over everything yeah, it's two events but one of them is a ufc pay-per-view what a lot of good fights yeah it's uh i've knocked down a ton on our little list here um but before that on friday night pfl once again is back i have ufc i have pfl one here it's actually pfl two because this was pfl when we just talked about uh friday night 10 p.m eastern time main card we have women's Featherweight, lightweight is gone. Lightweight, they dead. have done away with lightweight because Kayla Harrison is no longer a part of it. They have no more need to make up a weight well, class. What's happened with Kayla? She is in the pay-per-view division. Oh my she, bad. She's just doing the super fights. Okay, yeah, the pay-per-view division. Pay-per-view. I believe it's called the pay-per-view super fight division. Or so she's like never that. on the opening card. No, she's never on the opening card. <laughs> yes, they don't call it the prelims on ESPN. When you want to go back and watch pfl you don't find the prelims you find the opening card Mm. that's the terminology pfl has gone with um which all right whatever anyway uh yeah so women's featherweight and heavyweight
1: sounds awesome
0: (laughs) 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 yeah there's some fights happening Uh, larissa pacheco the the reigning champion at 155 is now coming back down to 45 she i mean she missed weight at 155 at one point so I hope she'll do okay. Well, that out was of 45s.
1: That's what I was just thinking when you told me they got rid of 150. I thought she was just doing the 145 to be the first like two division million dollar winner.
0: No. Um, no, I think she's just still part of because I remember, format.
1: I remember because Kayla had her number.
0: She did, yeah. She and won then the first she,
1: deal. so she took the time to put on size and muscle to make 155 to compete with Kayla
0: Pacheco. You did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And she beats her.
0: Now she has to go back to 145. That
1: that's a concern there, the weight.
0: But she also doesn't have Kayla Harrison in her way anymore, and she has run through everybody else that PFL has put in front of her, except for Kayla Harrison. That's at least been competitive, if nothing else. Mm -hmm. Um, This one against Julia Budd, though, I like it. I mean, she's a former Bellator champion. Uh, She did not have the greatest showing last year in her first season with PFL, but I wouldn't count her out. I like this fight, actually. Um, One of the better fights I think you can actually put together at 145 pounds across Mm -hmm. any... Of the three promotions that have women's featherweight, mm-hmm. which is improbable because I can't believe we have enough for one promotion to do a women's featherweight division. And yet they're spread across three. <laughs> it would be great if they were conglomerated somewhere, anywhere, wherever pays them the best. But here we are. But yeah, I'm, I'm interested enough in that fight. And then there's the, the top heavyweight fight, which is just under that one because that's the main event. Bruno Kapalosa, the not the reigning champion, but the previous season champion is going against Mateusz Scheffel. Unfortunately, we don't have Ante D'Elia. Ante D'Elia had to pull out. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, reigning champion. Um, I don't know if he's coming back this season at all. I don't know if he's just out, but that's a disappointment. He was thing.
1: fun in person. His people went insane for him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: good for him, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, Capeloza, unfortunately, he, he got hurt last year too. So he, his kind of run was cut short just by injury. So be good to see him back. The other And this, by the way, like we mentioned, is Nevada, as PFL's first leg will be. I don't know where their second leg is. I forget if they've I heard they're
1: going to back to Atlanta.
0: Is that right? That's unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, you well, know. You got Derek Clear. Look, if he stays in town, I mean, he missed two of them the last time. He mm-hmm. was only there one of them, I think. Okay. Yeah. Derek Clear needs to to anchor himself to, to Georgia and then <laughs> bring in some friends. Please. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So the Nevada judges, I think we'll get some good judging once again. Um, hopefully we won't need it. There's a lot of heavyweights here and, you know, women's featherweight. You never know. It could be. More likely or maybe just a bunch of decisions like we often do get from PFL. But uh, there is one other fight in this weight class I am looking forward to, the women's weight class here. And that is Aspen Ladd making her UFC, excuse me, her PFL debut from UFC against Elena Kolesnik. And at 145 pounds, which is where she should have been all along. Because she can't make 35. Mm-hmm. So oh, this is her
1: second PFL I'm fight, I'm happy right? for Yes, yeah. yeah, this is her second PFL
0: yeah. fight. She won her first short debut, which is a non-season Split fight. decision that was, yeah. I believe so. I'm not ready to say Aspen Ladd is going to make a run. I thought she had some potential for a little while. She's definitely gotten derailed. But, you know, maybe this is a fresh start for her. And at 145, maybe she can really make a run. And, gosh, it could if, end up being the best thing that ever happened to her was getting out of the UFC.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying this. I'm saying if it if it's pacheco and Ladd in the finals of
0: this mm-hmm. just make it 155 we'll i get it for that yeah hey, i mean i'm all i'm all up for yeah. not in wait because i don't i i don't get the sense aspen lad has a hard time making 45 i'm just saying pacheco don't might. make it pacheco certainly might but well that certainly would give an edge to pacheco if they put it that way because she would be yeah. better yeah it's not gonna happen anyway okay neither are elbows unfortunately yeah, i know i know
1: my favorite <laughs> thing tyron woodley was one of the challenger series guest judges <laughs> And he's like, I'd like to see more elbows in this position. <laughs> so would we? Like, oh. So would all of everybody us. would. They had unfortunately they had to correct him. And say no, we we don't allow elbows. And
0: he's like, Oh, oh. that sucks.
1: Okay, <laughs> <laughs>
0: weirdos. <laughs> uh, but much more interesting than that PFL card, which is it's fine for what it is. Is UFC two eighty seven? It's not like it's like it's not like a two title fight card, right? Sometimes we got two three title fights here. We're anchored by one title fight, which I think is super fascinating, and that is the rematch or tetralogy. Quadrilogy, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh usually don't Alex... <laughs> get a quadrilogy if the one guy's <laughs> out three. It's it's usually just that yeah, it's usually just uh, over at that point. That yeah. here we are. We have a tetralogy or rematch. Uh, <laughs> depending on how your perspective here. Alex Pereira defending his newly minted UFC middleweight title against the man he took it from, Israel Adesanya. Who he has now beaten, like we said, twice in kickboxing and once in MMA. It is an improbable situation here, but it's the only one that really does make sense. You got to give Adesanya a second chance, right? Yeah. I mean, this is twice now that he was kind of... Or a fourth chance, like I said. (laughs) This is twice now where he was kind of
1: going to win and then gets finished late.
0: Against the same man. Against the same guy, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: So I wonder if that's something in his head. Like, If we get to the fifth round, do we see a different strategy from Izzy? Does he try to stay away? I think if he thinks he's
0: ahead, the thing about Adesanya is I think he's really self-assured, but also like there, there's no way you can walk into a fight with the same guy the fourth time after he's knocked you out twice and yeah. say, I'm definitely like, there's no, there's nothing in my head here. There's absolutely going to be something in his head there. If he can get past it and I wouldn't rule it out, I mean, that would be just impressive that he finally got it done. Like,
1: he wins he wins a decision. Do they do a fifth?
0: I think they probably have to. Yeah. yeah. But Pereira, I was talking to Pereira last week, and uh, per- per- <laughs> <laughs> it's late. Like I said, 4'11". <laughs> sun's almost up. Uh, <laughs> it's not quite, but uh, I was talking to him. I interviewed him last week, and I asked him, you know, say you win. Are we ever going to see this fight again? He's like, no, I'm done.
1: Oh, if Pereira wins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would there, have to there's agree There's not there. a circumstance in
0: which he would. I'd have to agree with so that. So pretty much at that point, you would have to see uh, Adesanya decide to do something different with himself. Probably move to 205 or something. Just put on weight and go there. Yeah. And then we'd see Fedetta follow him up. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does. He, like, he basically just decided to try UFC because of Adesanya. And then all of a sudden he goes out and wins the title from him. It was ridiculous. I can't believe it. Remarkable. But I'm really looking forward is. to this fight. I'm, I'm like, obviously, Pereira can win like five or six of these, and everyone's still going to favor you here. On yeah, the odds. I know, it's, I wonder what the line is on this. Yeah, it's probably interesting. I don't know if you're betting fights anymore, but this seems like I'm one not, that would be interesting. No, okay, but well. If any of our listeners are the type to uh, put a little action out there, I feel like – uh, are you pulling up the odds? I'm looking it up. Yeah, yeah, I, f- yeah. I feel like there's got to be – I remember seeing it somewhere in the plus 200-ish range for Pereira. I feel like you, you'd you have to look at something like that. And I'm not a, I'm not a better, but it sure sounds it's, like something you'd have to think about.
1: Let's find the UFC. Here we go.
0: This is in Florida, I should mention, by the way. So the judging, you know, they'll bring in some outside judges. They also got some of their local judges they like to use, like Troy Winkapaugh. Are you going to count uh,
1: Chris Lee as a local there, too? I mean, he is local. He's absolutely
0: local, but he <laughs> travels, too. Yeah. All right, so uh,
1: Pajeda is plus 120. Izzy is minus 140. So it's much closer so, now. I think yeah, the no. odds tightened. I At swear some it point, was they have to.
0: I mean, <laughs> sure, but I, I, I thought that would have happened with uh, think, and, and, uh and Islam, but it didn't. Do you think Izzy tries to wrestle more? I think it'd be interesting if he mixed it in a lot more. I think he really should lean on that experience in MMA a little bit more than he did. And it worked when he tried. But we'll see. Hey, maybe Pereira will do the same. Maybe he'll throw a surprise out there, you know? Yeah. I'm curious to see it. That's why I like this fight. It's actually fascinating to me. Despite the fact that we've seen the same thing happen three times. And same thing in different ways. Same result, different path. Um. Yeah, I think the judging should be okay. Sometimes we get a little funnier scores, I guess, in Florida. But it's not like the worst place by any stretch. No. But I love a lot of these fights, man. It's a deep, deep, deep card. uh Just to run down the the, the main card: Gilbert Burns against Jorge Masvidal, Rob Font against Adrian yanez Kevin heaven Holland, excuse me, against Santiago Ponzinibbio, and Raul Rosas Junior against Christian Rodriguez. Now, that's
1: he's the, the one, one champ, right? Christian Rodriguez, or no? Am I think you're thinking something? of Christian, Christian Lee? Lee. Okay, very
0: different people. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, but. but that's the only fight on here that I look at, and I'm like, well, that's obviously only on here because of the the recognition we have from Raul Rosas being what is he now? Is is is, is he Might 18 be 19 yet? now. Is he? Is no, he he's he's
1: got to be 18 because he was 17 on the contender. Yeah, that's series. what I mean. Is yeah, he 17 or 18? He's, he's I don't remember.
0: 18. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> at least he can. I don't know what do, what can you do at 18 now?
1: You can drive without a
0: curfew. Well, depend. That's in Jersey. In New Jersey. Different states. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know where he's from. Um, but yeah. It, that's the one that sticks out. But even that, I'm I'm interested enough in the kid because there is too much hype. It's like I can't ignore it. So there's that. But the, even underneath it, man, Calvin Gastelum and Chris Curtis. I like that fight. Joe Merchart and Joe Pfeiffer. I know you like that one. Be
1: Joe Pfeiffer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love
0: Gerald Merchart. So. Someone pointed out that Joe Pfeiffer has a really long neck and that is ripe for the oh. taking for someone like <laughs> Gerald Merchart. So that is yeah. something to
1: watch. Third round sub Gerald
0: Merchart. <laughs> yeah, probably would be third round. Uh, Cynthia Calvillo and Lupita Godinez. I like that one too. Lupita, you, you got to like Lupita. She she's yeah, always Lupi's very active. Good. Yeah. yeah, and Calvillo is no joke too, back at 115. Uh, Michael Chiesa may still be on this card. We don't know, but right now he's lined up with the dreaded uh, TBD. The TBD. The TBD man. TBD. Um, Lee Li, Li Jing Liang unfortunately had to pull out. That would have been a good fight.
1: Leech got to pull out. Yeah. Unfortunate. Um, I'm excited for Bahamondas in this card.
0: Who's in who, Ignacio Bahamas, right? Yeah. Mondays, right? Who's yeah. he fighting?
1: He is fighting uh, Trey Ogden. Okay, so
0: pretty much there's almost no weeks. This is this is a really deep card. I think it's got sleeper. Is fight that of the Sam year Hughes?
1: Is Sam Sam Hughes is Sam Page, right?
0: Is that what her nickname is? I think
1: that's her nickname. Is. Yeah, Sam Page. Sam Page. So I thought she was on a decent. No, she, yeah, she was on an okay streak. and Then she lost. I wonder if her
0: middle name is actually Page. Sam Page. That'd be something. It might be. Probably not, though. It's not. No. But it, it might be. Is it Sam Sorensen or Hermanson? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hermione <name> is Hermanson. <laughs> oh, boy.
0: Oh, man. That's an in joke. No one else should find funny.
1: <laughs> uh, but, but this is, a, I, I really Waterson's do like this also on card. This card, too.
0: Yeah, she is. Yeah. Very Stoop. That's it. Who's she fighting?
1: Uh, Luana Pinheiro. Okay. Yeah. I
0: love it. I believe it's Michelle Watterson Gomez now. Okay, on she, on she hyphenates now.
1: On the main card.
0: Yeah, what about it? The comate. Which, one, the which one do you like the best? You like that one? The
1: comain's is one I, I like the least.
0: That's what I, that's what I was gonna say. I, I know I you're not a big fan of. Like, I the think mas- it's, opportunities of I game, I don't right? think
1: it's a, I think it's a lopsided matchup. Okay. Maybe Jorge will prove me wrong.
0: I think it's gonna potentially be a lot of fun. That's what I like. About uh,
1: it depends. Mm-hmm. It depends. Depends if Burns decides to let you know Jorge. Hang around for a while before getting Gilbert taken down. Burns is a violent and, man. He
0: can mend it in a lot of ways. And uh,
1: taking him down and beating him up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Rob Font, should be awesome. I think Ho- Matt, uh, Kevin Holland and Santiago Ponzanibia should be awesome.
0: That's uh, that's my pick for so, fight of the night. Actually, like that should be awesome. That's my fight of the night pick.
1: And I'm excited for Raul Rosas because all the hype behind him. I sure. like to see what the kid can do again. Absolutely. And hopefully Calvin Gasol makes it to fight night this time.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Without
1: that. Thing he had on his face or whatever what thing he had on staff his face. infection or something oh, okay
0: that's right it was something i couldn't remember i was gonna say his
1: nose <laughs> he was like missing a tooth
0: it's
1: <laughs> like yeah i'm out and he just posted a picture of him smiling these things happen
0: yeah uh-huh. in mma
1: all right we'll be back again on monday break down all these fights from uh at least ufc we'll figure out how many UFC. from pfl yeah <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll Depends see how PFL. many we get on each right
1: Yeah, we'll we'll see. Are Uh, they both on the same night? I forget. No, no, no. Friday and Saturday. Okay.
0: Yeah. They stagger. Sounds good. We'll have to get our game and watch the Friday night ones on Friday night, I think. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. Take care, everybody. Have a great week.